afternoon, everybody. Greetings and saturations. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah, anybody who needs more rain lives in a desert. <laughs> yeah, it, it, I, I got out this morning, started up my vehicle, and I started down the driveway. And I thought to myself, I have two driveways. Driveway. That was your first thought. Yeah. I've got two driveways. <laughs> I'm special. Driveways. I got you. I'm going down I'm this blessed. one, and I got part of the way almost to it, and I thought, you know, that thing looked like it was washing away, so I might not, not go down it. You know what we call that in network administration? What is that? We call, we call that redundancy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, I, I started down it, and, and I thought, you might not want to do that. <laughs> so I put it in reverse, and I backed up for about three feet, and then I heard, uh-oh. The wheels were turning, but the vehicle was not moving. Oh, I've seen some people like that, yeah. too. So I called my grandson. I said, bring your four-wheel drive down here and pull me out. He brought his four-wheel drive down there, and we hooked up, you know, the thingamajig to his thingamajig and all that good stuff, and his four-wheel drive wasn't pulling it out either because the thing we found out is a four-wheel drive will leave four indentations (laughs) instead of two. So my truck's still there, so if you have any suggestions on how to get it out, I thought about calling my wife and asking her if she could... uh, Take an extension cord and a hair dryer out there. You know, we run this, this station off of a hair dryer. Hey, maybe Jay will let you borrow and, his. Yeah, and, and, and see if she can dry the uh, well, ground around it. hair dryers. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, that's just the way life is. Well, I can tell you how to do it now. If you'd called me this morning, I could have, you know, told you then. Well, go ahead. Tell me. Okay. Get a Jeep, four-wheel drive Jeep. With a winch on the front. Yeah. Let the cable all the way out. Make sure it's in a a place that has good traction. And use the winch to pull you out. Or I could get the flat fixed on my tractor. (laughs) There's a lot of ways to solve that problem, aren't there? (laughs) Mm. Oh, so what are we going to talk about today? Let's talk about something in Coleman. I think maybe we've stretched our our discussions oh. out too far. I, I can start off with one topic that just came to mind, and that is, did you see the news last night? No. Okay. There is one of the communities in Jefferson County has is going to be, the commission, I believe, is going to be voting on whether they should allow the ticketing of speeders, red light runners, and other uh, ne'er-do-wells based on camera images. And, you know, the camera they showed looks just like the ones in Coleman. What, the ones they're denying that are even there? I don't... Nobody will even talk to us yeah. about it. So. No, they won't. They really won't. So that tells you what it's, you know, the v- veracity of that. Yeah. It's true. There, there is a, a daytime show, some judge in uh, Rhode Island, uh, that that has people who appeal their traffic citation issued as a result of them. It's strictly running traffic signals. You've okay. got five seconds to get through it and out of it. And if you don't, the snaps a picture of your tag, and uh, they run it through. Uh, well, just like, a, a, yeah, you go over a, a toll bridge, you don't pay. They no. send you a bill. And they do that based on your registration and your tag number. Mm-hmm. So. Isn't technology grand? Yeah, it is. So he has a lot of fun with it and all that. They make money off of it. And I think they pay whatever the fine is to get them to appear on the TV show. But, uh, you know, we're not going to be lucky down here. I mean, who are we going to find that uh, <laughs> would pay us? Yeah. Would pay the fine? Yeah, and I have to be careful. I can't say anything about any of the judges because I still live in Cuffman County. I understand that. <laughs> but, you know, when I was much younger, much younger. Yeah. I got a ticket one day, and when I went to court, 
uh, I realized when I got there that the state trooper was in court. Mm-hmm. And I found out why. Since then, they have to be there mm-hmm. to testify that they saw you and they were the ones who you know, used radar or whatever to detect your speed. Who's going to bring the camera in and have them testify? Yeah. But, and, and where's and, the chain, evidence chain? And, and who was operating the camera at the time? And yeah. when was the camera calibrated? You know, the radar, they get out there every morning with a little tuning fork and all that good stuff. And, right. Or they measure it some way and they say, hey, I, I tested it and all that stuff. Who tested the camera? What did they use to test the camera? Well, and how, yeah, and how can you tell the difference between a car going 45 and one going 50? Mm-hmm. Now, you could say, well, the, you look at this point and that point, and the period of time it takes them to go from one to the other, you can, you know, measure the speed. Yeah, and... and but the, how do you know the, the angle's right for the distances to be correct? You you don't, and the inequities of it. Okay, you have a... a uh, car yeah and i have one you have you have one <laughs> I car. Have just one and my wife has one too and but. i have a truck now my truck is probably 50 percent again longer than your car uh yeah so you could probably get your car through that intersection in five seconds i don't know about getting my truck through that intersection in five seconds yeah well, and here's really the bottom line, is I believe the communities and the people who make the cameras decided that they were losing too much revenue mm-hmm. because all these ne'er-do-wells, these lawbreakers, yeah. were getting away with breaking the law because there was not a police officer present with a, you know, with either there to see them run the red light or with their radar gun on them to say they were speeding. Yeah, and and you have to be careful when you're enhancing revenue by creating laws. Pennies. Really? Yeah. They're doing a lot of that these days in Washington. But pennies killed the downtown areas of a lot of cities. They put up parking meters. So this guy said, I'm going to build a store outside the city limits. And they built enough of those that the parking meters killed the business downtown because people didn't want to pay. Well, <clears throat> that may indicate that um, the people who get tickets possibly would be looking to move out of the city. Yeah. And then the city will be wondering, well, I wonder why we're losing people. Mm-hmm. That's just like you can raise taxes to the point that you don't collect as much money well, for the raise tax. Well, ask California and New York yeah. about that. And and uh, I was reading on the Internet before before you came and picked me up because I mentioned my truck is in there, <laughs> uh, that there's probably nine northeastern states it's going to run a deficit this year because people are moving south and west as fast as they can find movers to move them. But there was a bright note. Lightfoot was defeated in Chicago. I saw that. And that's that so, was an amazing reversal for Yeah. Well, maybe like maybe those people have seen the light. Well, the candidate who who I think there's going to be a runoff. runoff. Yeah. The candidate who was in the lead, his point has been we really need to support the police. We really need to enforce the laws. That you know that's the only way that we can you know make a dent in the rising crime mm-hmm. rate. Yeah. But you know I, I got to ask, you know what about all these people that are flooding out of okay, first of all there are no red state, I'm sorry, blue states, nor red states really. Um, so let's just get that out of the way, you know, the, yeah. as one of the elephants in the room. But these states that have, you know, humongous uh, entitlement r- responsibilities, you know, pension funds, yeah. things like that, 
but their citizens are moving out, and they are running massive deficits. What happens yep. there? I mean, I'm sure the federal government, us, will just bail them out again, but I'm not a well, fan of that. A lot of, lot of uh, organizations, cities have applied for COVID relief funds for that purpose. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. what it's is that, been Is that relief for. because all of their citizens moved out? I think so. <laughs> I think they, they, they thought that they wouldn't, but people... Uh, maybe wising up and and that's our whole point here that we in Coleman need to wise up don't we may find ourselves like Chicago New York I mean they just raise taxes when they want to there should not be a tax raised in any area any municipality town state without a vote of the people right I think you're right. And by gosh, they can do it anytime they want to. And and people say, oh, my goodness, uh, we don't have enough property tax. We, we just can't make it. So they just go ahead and raise the tax, and then they revalue the property. The property is worth more. The tax is higher. Right. And they still can't make it. I can't argue with that. And and their argument (laughs) is that we have more people. Well, if those people are paying taxes on the same equity that we were paying it on before they moved down here, then logic says you have enough money from the people that moved in to pay. Okay, here's a question. Why is it that, and I've forgotten the name of the community, but there was a community not long ago that was wanting to raise their sales taxes a penny, one uh, percent, mm-hmm. because of the revenue lost because of, due to a change in the gun laws where mm-hmm. you don't have to uh, permit, you mm-hmm. know, in the permitting fees, and so they needed the money for law enforcement. Well, I have a serious question: Why is it that there's not money for that? when all of the police and sheriff's departments in Alabama uh, keep all the money they seize in drug and other arrests where there's money in in the possession, or cars in the possession of the person who's arrested. Yeah, and and what where does the money for fees for pistol permits go? Does that go into the general fund or does the sheriff get to keep that? Oh, I think that's kept in the department but i don't know see i don't know oh we don't get that breakdown of all the sources no. of revenue and where the no. expenses go do we no and well, and why not when are y'all going to make your freedom of information request I mean, y'all are members of the press now yeah we we, we probably should do that mm. but matt gentry took one of the elephants off the table when he said i don't want to f- buy the food well yeah and that's been a source of a, a lot of income. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's just leave the it shares. there. I mean, and that goes back. I don't know how many. Yeah, years. Yeah. Where did you get that house on the sheriff's salary? Well, uh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. But it's not from local prisoners. This is from federal or state prisoners that are kept in the county jails. They are. They are. Uh, the county is recomp- recompensed a certain amount per day for food. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be spent on food. So, hey, Matt, Gentry, Sheriff, call us and tell us what happens to the pistol permit money. I like the guy. He'd probably tell us. Well, or I mean, put us there, in jail. There are some people that would, <laughs> would do that. Well, that reminds me. I saw a bumper sticker that said... Um, think it's not illegal yet <laughs> and you know that's become becoming a very important phrase because i'm not sure how long it will be legal oh it's a point yeah. well just just think about it three of the major newspapers in alabama were are stopping production the huntsville times i guess the birmingham news <clears throat> And the mobiles at the register, mobile register. Yeah, mobile press register. Yeah, those are the three largest newspapers in the state. What that now? Think about it this way: everybody now can follow their own news feed, and it comes from left or right. Yeah, there are very few, if any, in the middle. 
So people who have read the newspaper, and they're mostly people our age or older, have been able to see contravailing opinions and and news or reporting on the news. Yeah, that forces them to put it into a different perspective. And and the other thing, it's it's on the the feed, it's on the internet, it's on wherever. But the same people that are putting it on there, in all probability, is going to end up being the same people that put it in the newspaper. Right. But yeah. what what's going to happen though? I mean, you're going to lose the newspaper's going to lose revenue. Right. Well, yeah. I think they're still going to continue their digital presence yeah, online. Well, what about the people that deliver the paper? And what about people like us that don't get that paper yeah. anymore and yeah, don't care that, to follow uh, it on the Internet? So how is that going to affect the economy? Hmm. Well, it may help the Fed get their uh, goal in, in, in sight. Yeah. Because there'll be fewer people working. Not a lot, but a few. Well, yeah, that's a multiplier effect. I mean, when you cut one, it, it starts contracting and what doing is it, all about that. Five jobs for every job that's cut out Somewhere or added. I mean, yeah. it works yeah, the, both the ways. Production effect of that is about 20%. Or so the last economic figures I saw was about 20%. That's what I thought. Marginal propensity and all that stuff. Well, and it has to do with, okay, if you have five employees rather than four, they all buy gas, they all buy food, they all, well, most of them buy beer or other uh, libations. And, you know, and they either have, they have either rent a house or they own one. And, you know, you just go on down the list and, and all of that is for five instead of four. Mm-hmm. So if you add another one, and then all of those people that are hired because of that, then they go out and spend money on the same sorts of things, plus the things they want. Well, you know, I have to back up and ask a few questions real quick. So, you okay. know, we, we discussed the fact that those three large major newspapers have, have stopped production. And they're all owned by the same company now, pretty much. They're all yeah. found on AL.com. Right. Um pretty sure they were not local papers anymore and probably produced no, out of you know not. somewhere up north yeah. but uh how many people and i'm i'm not picking on you guys but but how many people your age and younger actually still read a paper versus already found the information that they wanted you know online or wherever um i haven't read a paper in five years i mean there is an editor somewhere and he decides what you read or what you don't read yeah. at least if you're reading That's his paper true. That's true. And he controls the narrative. We've talked about Whoa, that in the past. Really? Yeah. I'm, I'm glad other people pick up on so those what, what we're Well, I've seen enough movies to know what happens. <laughs> yeah, so. uh, what we're getting at is if you don't want your town to be going bankrupt, you better find out what's going on in your town. Or you might have to turn to alternative news sources like, oh, I don't know, The Elephant in the Room on Live 95. <laughs> uh, yeah, two five six seven three seven nine five zero five. Yeah, that's... you can share your. We're, we're all smiles back here in the control room. <laughs> we're yeah, like, yeah, and, uh, you hit the nail on the head there, Fuller. <laughs> and 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 if you know how to get a uh, two thousand and seven Silverado fifteen hundred <laughs> unstuck, let me know. Or if you have a a truck and a tow chain, just you know. Call me, I'll get you my I'll even mention your name on the air. No, I got a whole lot of country boys that I could call up and get that truck right out for you if you need that. Hey, it sounds good. Uh, I can't believe there's not an app for that. Come on now. (laughs) Oh, there probably is. I just got an idea. I'll be right back. (laughs) (laughs) Well, speaking of apps for that, I saw a, a friend downloaded one that was amazing to me. And that is, there is an app, and I, I can't remember the name of it, but you can take a coin and put it on your finger or something flat and hold it right next to your phone and and thump it. Yeah. And honestly, it works. You c- It will tell you whether it's, well, whether it's the coin you said it was and also whether it's real or, or fake. Saw that. And I, we actually tried it on four or five different really? coins. 
Yeah, including some foreign coins that we didn't say what it was, and it just said not American coin or something mm-hmm. to that effect. But so that what, just amazed me. That's that sound, you know. That that's uh, scary. They can tell whether your money's real or not. Just like uh, they they can tell when you're walking down the aisle in the grocery store what kind of credit card you have. And oh, they, and and they can use it. Yeah, <laughs> they can read yeah. all the information on it. But back to the aspect of do we know about our local government? What do we know about it? Anybody know who the police chief of the city of Coleman is? They had, they had a change and without the newspapers, and, and it may have been in the newspapers it that I was. mentioned I haven't read. <laughs> but nobody was given any advance notice. Uh, if, if I'd have thought that they were going to change, I know a couple of people that work there that I thought might have a shot at it, but they didn't. Well, I going. think I think Kenny reported, uh, Mr. Culpepper reported. Uh, oh, you can call him Kenny now. He's not a policeman anymore. In, <laughs> in December or maybe before that, that he was retiring. Yeah. I think. He I, did. I could be he wrong. He did. Yeah, that, that would be my next question. And you're right, uh, Richard. Uh, I do know that he, he reported he was going to retire, and I think yeah. gave about 30 days. Um, if you don't get your news out of a newspaper anymore, where do you get it now? Well, that's the point. Uh, I read uh, the Facebook people's opinions of what was in the newspaper. And I put some on the left <laughs> wow. and some on the right. And sometimes I go to sleep before I get to the important. So I, I would semi-agree with you there. There there are one or two places on the Internet, on the face bag, as somebody calls it, um, <laughs> that I would, I would probably seek information. Um, problem is anybody can post anything there. So yeah. you don't know. Oh, yeah. Like I said at the top of the show, I mean, there's rumors circulating that school's out tomorrow. But, you know, I haven't heard it from an official source, so I ain't going to tell you that. Walls out. Well, somebody, see, somebody else back here is spreading information that I don't yeah, know is official or not. But I guarantee you, if you'll call Shane Barnett, he'll tell you. Well, I'm sure he'd answer his phone right off the bat. You, you know, you know, maybe we ought to be on his list of notifications as a public service to the city of Coleman and Coleman County. Well, you know, it's interesting that you say that because we are on the notifications of, of some entities and we're not on the notifications of others. And, yeah, you know, maybe that I'm not going to go, you know, create waves. I mean, if they want to <laughs> notify us, fine. If not, you know, not my problem. Well, we can't, we can't properly make sure that we have reported the facts to our citizens. Right. Well, but but think about it. You know, that's one more source of news that is either gone or it or, is or biased. You know, and and how where we can go to get the same information. But it, it wouldn't matter though. Schools closed tomorrow. They can't get that in the newspaper before time to close schools. Well, anyway. guys, I I know it's awfully hard to continue scorching the earth, especially as rainy as it is outside today. But it's probably time that we take a break. And uh, come back and scorch the earth some more, shall we? Yeah, All right. why don't we? Sounds good. All right, we'll be back in a minute. Coleman Electric Cooperative has been providing electricity and community support to help local people and businesses grow for the last 86 years. The co-op is adding to that legacy with its new Sprout Fiber Internet, giving its members access to blazing fast gigabit internet speeds with unmatched reliability and extraordinary customer service. Coleman Electric Cooperative and Sprout Fiber Internet. Powerful connections, brighter future. This is Big D, the new voice of Live 95.5 from the popular Facebook page, What's Happening in Coleman, bringing you Carlton's Italian Restaurant. Coleman's elite Italian restaurant on 3rd Avenue Southeast. From our classic appetizer garden salads to begin your meal to our Carlton's signature entrees of chicken parmesan, lasagna, spaghetti, pasta ravioli, Cajun pasta, sandwiches, and Carlton's original thin, crisp pizzas and mouth-watering desserts. You can dine in our beautifully decorated restaurant with outside patio area, or work with Lucy to utilize our catering service for your wedding or event. 
Carlton's Italian Restaurant, your Coleman connection for the best and Italian cuisine. Adapri's Pizza Buffet is back in the old CC's Pizza Building on Patriot Way. Adapri's Pizza Buffet is bigger and better than ever. Enjoy the all-you-can-eat buffet with pizza, pasta, wings, salad, and dessert made with the freshest ingredients available. Don't see something you like and want a custom pizza? Just ask, and they'll make one just for you. Adapri's Pizza Buffet, Patriot Way in Coleman, in the old CC's Pizza Building. Adapri's Pizza Buffet. And we are back with the elephant in the room after those lovely ad reads. Yeah, different subject now. Oh. No. No, some of that probably doesn't need to be repeated. Uh, not because of bad language, but because of people's names we were actually using. Oh, I was, I was supposed to mute y'all. You you know some, some people <laughs> that would have been nice. Some some people just don't like hearing their name on the radio. I don't know why. <laughs> Guilty conscience, I guess. Uh, yeah, I think you may well, be right. And and I have noticed that some people just will do anything for a you know to look good. That really? you know, yeah, they they. Uh, in fact, they call that spinning, don't they? Spinning the news or. You know, change. Yeah. You know, oh, weave yeah. in the news. Yeah. Yeah, making things look good for you or your people. And I, for one, am fairly tired of all of that on all the levels that it occurs. It gets kind of old, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. I mean, it gets old. And we, we're going to stay local, aren't we? <laughs> we're going to stay local. <laughs> but it's hard to because here... The only thing you see in the news local papers is uh, Chamber of Commerce kind of announcements. Yeah, and I wonder. <laughs> I mean, that has its place too. I, I'm not saying there's something yeah, wrong it with does. that. It's just very, very not real good in-depth um, reporting on serious issues. Yeah, Chamber of Commerce is yeah. That's another entity. That's one of the elephants in the room, isn't it? Uh-huh. But, mm-hmm. and and we say there's not very much going on. I wonder if it's because we aren't prying enough. Well, I think it's because everybody has their life that in, you know includes work, church, family, you know, friends, and they want they want it filled with those things because those are good things yeah and i agree uh what would happen if we said to all three of our listeners <laughs> that many <laughs> well there's two of us back here in the control room yeah, no, so. I, oh that makes it four then yeah I, I think i think don may be listening i think he listens on occasion I'm not going to out you, Don. Hey, y'all, prove us wrong. 256-737-9505. Continue with your statement before I decide to, if, to tangent once again. If if uh, if we said, send us a note about something you think is going on in Coleman that might not, should be going on in Coleman. Okay. and Or and call us. Mm-hmm. And things like uh, what's going to be discussed at the next uh, zoning meeting. Yeah. Uh, what's city council the, meeting? Yeah. Com- or uh, county county uh, education, city education. That you know, there's some of the things because boy, those those uh, are some areas where people should be getting involved in their kids' education. Gentlemen, have you ever heard of a term called a shock jock? And I'm sure that's not what any of us in the room are. But um, I've heard the term. I, I'm not sure I've... Probably not the same thing that you're thinking <laughs> is of. That, here, is that where you blow something out just to blow the minds of the people listening? That is kind of what y'all are doing, right? So, yeah. Oh, so well, I, I, We are trying. Uh, <laughs> I, I heard uh, another talk show host earlier today in a... In a I was slightly out of range of the Live 95 signal, so that's my excuse for listening to another talk show. <laughs> but um, Plus, we were doing music at that point anyway. But He had alluded uh, to the, the thought that apparently, and I don't know who he blamed for this, let's just say uh, the cabal, for lack of a better term, 
Oh, yeah, I mean, if I you want to just randomly pick a word, we can say the, <laughs> the widget, but we won't go there. But nah. um, the cabal, you know, they they are apparently planting seeds for a worldwide food shortage, and it's happening very, very slowly. Hey, Sandy. Yeah. And um. Yeah, we got five in the we got five in the house now. Apparently, we're all so busy, as, as y'all were saying, with life and work and church and school and band and afternoon activities and, and whatever else, right. that we are not able to pay attention to the seeds that are being planted to lead us to this worldwide food shortage and whatever else that they're, which I, I haven't picked up on it either. I was just like, what is this guy talking about? Yeah, yeah he's right. He's real. And it's, the movement is very real. Let's starve them into submission. No. Well, and... And I have noticed yeah. there's still things you can't buy, or maybe you can buy this week, but you can't buy next week. Can't get marinara sauce no more. I was going to say, when you All go, humanity. To, if I know, you go right? to Walmart, the grocery area, you will find, and I think almost any of the grocery areas, grocery stores, there are shelves that just don't have but nothing there. One package of what you're looking for. Hey, and Sandy, do we need to go and get you a mic set up? I think I think yeah. we do. Yeah, I get, I get it. And and the other thing is, you you go into Dollar General, and they have empty spots, and that's unusual. Well, and sometimes the they're not even open because yeah. they don't have enough people working mm-hmm. there. So it's, you know, that's, but that's different. That's a different problem. Yeah, and, and you know, one guy said, what do you think about the fact that uh, there may be a shortage of food? He said, uh, don't know, don't care. And I think we're that way. We've Stop got. Stop quoting me. <laughs> <laughs> well, our stomachs are so placated overextended that we really don't care well and everybody knows that food comes from the grocery store it certainly does or the restaurant it's like the guy and if if i can't you know if there's no food left then i'll go to the cafe and get something to eat yeah yeah milk comes from walmart oh i don't ever buy it there for a different reason But, I mean, if I don't trust Walmart, I can go get it from Aldi. And if I don't trust it from there, no, I can go that, get it from Warehouse. And if I don't trust it from there, I can go get it from it. the Seven Eleven across the street. That's it. But the other day I was looking for some dry cat food. And there's a certain brand that my cats have to have. And I Oh, I know to, there is because they're I picky just to, like the humans, right? <laughs> went to Tractor Supply. They didn't have it. I went to Walmart. They didn't have it. And I went to... Uh, warehouse discount and they didn't have that brand or that particular type so yeah there are and that's a specific example and, I remember. and no, i'm not gonna do that <laughs> if, if we keep letting people come on off the street we're gonna have to add more microphones and more headphones and probably a bigger board so yeah, well, we'd like to have, uh, you know, some people calling. Well, maybe we could get all our listeners to come in yeah, and be where, on the show with us. Where or what will you do for food when you can't buy it in the grocery store? I'm going to hook up my country friends from high school and say, dude, bring me that rack of ribs or bring me that steak from that uh, cow on your farm out there. That's what I'm going to do. Oh, Do I, I need to start naming them? Because I know who they are. <laughs> Yeah, let us know. Because they post on Facebook once a week of what they're grilling up. Yeah, it's kind of like, oh, look at that. And I'm thinking, okay, all that charred flesh. Oh, that's right. You're a vegan. No, you're a... I'm a Piscatarian. Yeah. Pisca meaning fish. Sandy, give me a test real quick. Tarrying. Hello. Hello. That's all right. Yeah, she, she that talk. means I can talk twice as much than she I can, can hear. She can talk, but she can't hear. <laughs> you sound but good. That, that, can people raise meat? Do you know how to do that? Do you have the space to do it? Well, can you butcher it? I think well, we're out. I, think I I'll can. Give her, I'll give her mine. I can. There are some people yeah. that, that do that locally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In fact, a lot of hunters can do it very well. <laughs> yeah, and I think they've done it in the back of my property a couple of times because the dogs come bragging, dragging up backbones and oh. those things. But, but you've got to have a place to get it. I mean, you can't just go out anywhere. Sandy can't go out in the backyard and get a deer. I can, but she can't. Right, I can't either. So what? What are you? What are I you going to do? Stray dog. 
<laughs> that, that, I just couldn't eat a dog. I'm sorry. I know that you know it, it, meat is meat, right? People get is. all upset. You know, well, that was horse meat. The point is what? <laughs> oh, that's right. You don't eat meat. No, I don't eat meat. <laughs> point I could, is what? I could get a squirrel in my backyard. Yeah. Oh, I could bring. I could bring enough for a dozen or. So I may people. be the only one around that's actually had squirrel dumplings. I've heard about them all my yeah, life. Yeah, but have you yeah, eaten probably them? Probably not for long, though. No, I haven't. <laughs> you may be right. There there may be some of us eating. <laughs> there wouldn't be many. <laughs> I'll, I'll be having my pine straw and water. <laughs> Our pine cones. <laughs> pine cones. A little more. But what, what will we do when we don't have groceries from Walmart? Well, there's... Let's look at it from a slightly different point of view. What are some of the real factors that are going into uh, food shortages? One is changes in the weather patterns. Another is... Oh, stop it, conspiracy theorist. Wait a minute. Another <laughs> is the world population is growing. We will be close to, I think it's 10 billion by the year 2030. It did just hit 8 billion. I know. That's what I'm saying. Sorry, I got to borrow this for a second. I don't know very many teenagers or young adults that are even having kids anymore, so I'm not sure I agree with you on rural well, population growth. No, oh, I'm looking for a vasectomy. States. Okay, right. you go to. <laughs> you mean there's somewhere else? <laughs> well, why do you think there's so many aliens wanting to get into the United States? Well, that's true. It's because they don't use birth control. They no. don't control no. their rate no. of population no. growth. But. But if if history serves us well, that's probably not the best preface to that. But there is a great probability that as a result of the oversupply of people, they're going to have some type of plague or disease or something that's going to thin them out. I think yeah. Darwin Darwin shared that with us, but everybody the only thing they think of with Darwin was that, you know, he was an atheist, and I can't find that. I may be the only one in Coleman that's read The Origin of the Species. Uh, I've heard of that. It was called COVID. Yeah. Well, and, and I will say this. A lot of the variants that have come up from that probably are due to the, the number of uh, changes in all of, of people, you know, where there's so many yeah. people and they're not using any sort of... They haven't been vaccinated. Are they, they used no the Chinese? Hygiene. They have nothing. Or they've used the Chinese vaccine. Yeah. And, and if there there's not any food or, or you know, adequate water, you're already stressed their system to the point that even getting sick I is wonder more I wonder how how much of the problems of the past is a result of ignorance of the people. <laughs> Are we still just talking about Coleman? Yeah, I was about to. Well, we, we can. We're getting a little existential and, now. And with the caveat, it's difficult to talk about Coleman without there be some tangential thoughts. Well, whatever, whatever happens in the rest of the world will affect Coleman. Yeah, yeah. If there are shortages of food in <clears throat> other parts of this country or in other countries, in our wisdom, we will share everybody's food with them. The government will make sure of that. Well, the government will make sure of that, but the other thing you have to look at is that shortages foster crime. If no. I've got food and my neighbor doesn't, he's going to come over and steal some of my food. No, he's going to come over and take all of your food. Yeah, and I'll be left without any. Right. Because uh, they done taken my gun, and they've already taken my shells, and I'll have to do bow and arrows. So we've actually touched on some of these topics on, on other shows, and they're really? they're very deep <laughs> and uh, educational topics. So for example, I, I can't think of anywhere else I would rather be than right here in Coleman County, Alabama, in the event that for some reason there are large shortages. I mean, we will take care of one another. Yeah. But it ain't us that we need to worry about. You know, this we've got true, big right. population centers just 60, 70 miles down the road each way. Yeah. yeah that's um, scary. Do you really think that they're going to stay where they are, where you know that they're going to have shortages, or are they going to come visit us? Yeah. And to know what happens, watch the TV series Jericho. It will teach you a lot. <laughs> oh, I hadn't heard of and, that and one, or haven't it, watched it. Uh, case in point there, Madison County used to be one of the biggest agricultural places around. 
Now it's one of the biggest population places. Yeah, you can't find a a square lot there that you can put vegetables on. You can't do it. Hmm. Yep. And Coleman's getting the same way. If you look at Fairview, you look at South Coleman, they're building houses on those. And they're not building on five-acre lots. No. They're building on quarter-acre lots. Yeah, if you sneeze, your neighbor will say, Gesundheit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's that's unfortunate, but true. Well, I see a lot more of that up around like Huntsville, but yeah, they're starting to do it here too. I mean, I don't think the lot that I live on is all that large, but it was plenty large. It's about an acre and a half. You know that that to me is a good lot. Yeah. They sure ain't building them on that anymore. <laughs> no, no, no. I have. We live on one acre. Uh, some of these houses out here, I don't think you could get a car between the two houses. Well, I'm pretty sure you Most can't. I them. think that's by design so people yeah. can't, you know, run in the backyard and all that. Um, but how how many of us have any idea what's happening in Coleman? How many of us were anywhere around when they were zoning that? No, how many houses? of us who even had a vague interest knew and knew when and if any of those things were going to be discussed so yeah. that we could be there? Yeah, I, I think uh, I'm pretty much, as long as you're not bothering me in my little spot out at West Point, I'll be fine. Just don't come out here. Now, Howard, you told us how big your spot was earlier in the show. So. Yeah, it's it's a pretty good spot. <laughs> it's a pretty good okay. spot. Okay. If you were to go there. out there right now to that spot, you might find yourself a nice little truck. <laughs> yeah, but you couldn't get it out of the mud hole. <laughs> And we're going to have more rain, too, aren't we? Well, I mean, I did say you would just find it. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. true. And you might find that Great Dane and a couple of other dogs <laughs> out there. But I, I think like, what was it the guy said? The, the person who doesn't read is no better off than the man that can't read. And I think that applies to information. If we're not finding information and learning what's going on around us. Well, you kind of know my philosophy on that. Ignorance should be against the law. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I mean, voluntary ignorance. And is it really useful if what you read is total, you know... Yeah, I mean, there's a difference. There's a lot of that out there. Horse biscuits. Yeah, yeah. yeah. there's an awful lot of that out there. There's In fact, the Chinese and the Russians and send most of it. There's a difference between ignorance and stupidity. Right. I agree. Ignorance is when it's willful, when it's on yeah. purpose. Yeah. That should, I mean, it really is should be illegal, because if you're you know, if you're like me and you believe that small or no government is better than intense government. You're just being libertarian now, aren't you? Yes. Yeah, and what that really means is that you accept responsibility for what you do. Mm-hmm. But you have to know what you're doing. And, and, and if you don't know, then how can you be responsible and how can you take care of your own stuff or your neighbor's stuff? You can't do it. Mm. And I, and I, I think it gets to the point where I don't think we care. We just, you know, I'm happy in the moment. Well, and we are reaching a point on uh, local, state, and national level where ownership has very little true value or meaning to, to mm-hmm. people in general. If I want something, I deserve it. I'm entitled to it. Yes, I think that's the key, entitlement. Well, and you hear it, you know, I, I deserve, you know, you hear uh, our, our president say, you know, people should pay what, what is that? They should pay their fair share. What is it? That's why it's said. It's whatever he wants it to be. Yeah, and, and several years ago, he wanted it to be taxing my Social Security earnings, which I got as a result of paying taxes into the fund. From the day I was 13 years old. And now I'm still working and I'm still making money. And not only does he want to tax the money I'm making, he wants to tax the tax money that I'm getting from the money that I earned before, which was also taxed. Would you give me a diagram of that? 
because <laughs> I had trouble please, following. Please go that. ahead and do that because you might enable me to ask. Well, they they are saying that the the Social Security will run out, the trust fund will run out of money, and. 2035 or 8, yeah, somewhere along Yeah, but did they there. tell you it's because they raped it many years ago and took money out of the Social Security Trust Fund and put it in the general fund to keep the government going? Well, and did you also know that they have increased the pool of people who are drawing against that money so that yeah. the original assumptions about, you know, how much do we need to put in were absolutely wrong. And the people, Disability comes from that Social yep. Security. It was never intended to. And I'm not saying that people shouldn't be on disability. It should be from a different source. And people are living longer. Well, now, Richard. Yes, sir? You're living longer than they anticipated that you would when they passed the fund. But the average age of the adult mm-hmm. male now is, what, 20 years longer than it was back then? Mm-hmm. Right at it. I guess it is. Because I'm 80. I will be in July. Well, I'm proud of you. <laughs> if I make it to 75, it'll surprise me. But that that just goes to show you. They didn't expect I was going to live that long. Nope. Nobody thought I would live that long. Sorry, nope. Kevin. Why, why are you still here? Modern medicine? Uh, I think modern medicine and an awareness that I'm responsible for taking care of my own health. But the government's not responsible for that? And no. you know, And you just hit one of the reasons why... The lifespan is actually starting to shrink, yep. to get lower, because people refuse to accept responsibility for their own health. <laughs> yeah, if I hadn't quit smoking almost 40 years ago, I'd probably be dead. True. If I hadn't quit when I did, I'd long since been dead. Yeah. And if I hadn't become vegetarian, I might not have been as good a health as I am now, because my cholesterol went like throwing a rock off of a bridge. There's a whole lot of living by default now, too, because they've watched their parents do it and their parents do it. And so I come in contact with people a lot now that they basically are just like, well, I'm going to be diabetic because my mother was, or I'm going to be this because my father was. And, and there and is a genetic component, there but that is. doesn't mean you're, you're nope, doomed not to at all. that. My it's, f- it's what you do that your parents mm-hmm. did. It's just that- like... Right. Yeah, it's just like what Howard said. It's like we have to take accountability for ourselves. I my favorite line I've learned I've heard it say is um is that genetics loads the gun and lifestyle pulls the trigger. <laughs> so uh, it's all a, it's, it's up hard, to us. Hard to get more true than that. Mm-hmm. It is. Mhm. It is up to us. And but now, however, too, like <clears throat> the I mean not to be this big throw the government in there but it's like here we are we've got the pharmaceutical industry the food industry and our uh i don't even like to say the word health in this but the sick care industry and they're just all waiting for us to just get on that conveyor belt come on down the line and be like cows through um just cows just trucking through and it's unfor it's just unfortunate it's like one, one guy said he said Pharmaceutical companies do not create cures. They no. create they, 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 they create cure customers. diseases. No, and you know what they're still doing, and this just still blows my mind, and I just talked to someone about this today. They are still loading up these beautiful, unhealthy lunches, catering to the doctor's offices on a regular basis. And, I mean, it's just like it's so – it's such a – yeah, bad I, cycle. There was a guy that worked in one of the medical offices. I'm not going to name him or the office who said, I can honestly tell you I've never taken a breakfast. I've never taken a lunch. He said, I have never even taken an ink pen. I dig that. Wow. Well, I have a different view on that because I worked in the drug uh, industry indirectly mm-hmm. because I worked on the the drug trials program Mm -hmm. and the drug companies if they were had a new medication that they were wanting to get ready to to use to sell had to go through three phases of trials yeah okay and well look at thalidomide if you want an example of why it really is necessary there were hundreds of thousands of kids with birth defects 
that should never have happened. And that's one of the reasons. But what I was going to say is the drug companies would, the rep. Coleman's Live 95 is Coleman's oh. independent radio. It's time now. I guess it's time for a news break. I guess my phone? I'm, I'm out of that. <laughs> oh, okay. I was and, boring and a few people. No, I can no. tell. <laughs> and, and I think what we're, we're tr- trying to pull this in is you need to know what's going on around you, especially yeah. in the area that you live. And you with yourself, to too. Like, yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, who's yeah. responsible for my retirement? Mm-hmm. The government? Uh, if they take your money and invest it for you, like they did, yes, they're responsible for that but level of for money. that level. Now you, you can't you can't get more than you put in, or you shouldn't be able to plus interest. But you need to be planning for your own retirement. That's the point. Who's that's really the who's responsible for making sure I have a retirement? An insurance company has been telling us that for years. You need to plan for your own retirement, but I'm not sure that's the best way to do it. Well, you buy whole life insurance, and it's not the best investment in terms no, of isn't. return on investment. Well, Howard, I have, I have to ask. I mean, you, you said plan for your retirement, yet you're 80 and still working. So what did you make that decision at 65? or what? Uh, I think I made that decision when I started looking around, and I saw people retiring and dying. So I'm just going to keep working. Plus, I, I enjoy, I'm a workaholic. Have been my whole life. Well, that's that's one of the hardest things for me is to go from having something you go to every day that is something that you do enjoy mm-hmm. and you do feel like you're accomplishing something, and then you get up one day and you don't have that to do. Mm-hmm. Well, you find all sorts of other things to do. But do they give you the same feeling of accomplishment or you know that you've no. done what you wanted or needed to do? No, it, it's strictly choice. Uh, from a financial standpoint, I could turn around, go home, and never go back to another job. And I'd be okay because I did not plan for Social Security to support me. They contribute to it. Oh, yeah, it's an important part yeah, of contribution. Uh, but it's not all. No, I, I, could, I could get by without it. Well... <laughs> Let's hope we none of us has to try to do that. But I don't think you and I have any problem. The and and there again, you get back to okay. Do you own your home? Do you own your cars? You know what I'm saying? Are you spending money that you don't really need to spend? But you can talk. You can buy what's his name's book on that, and it's fairly good on that. Mr. Ramsey. Yeah, that's him. But it's actually pretty simple. Yeah. You know, I've got a granddaughter that can quote him. She is so tight. That girl is so tight. <laughs> well, and I had I had good parents in this respect. <clears throat> My mother took me when I was four or five years old down to the Parker Bank. If you remember that place? Yep, yep, I do. And opened a savings, a passbook savings account for me. And I would go down and put in oh, a nickel or a dime, whatever I had when I could, you know, when I had it. And twice a year I would go in and they would put the interest, interest in. in Three there. cents. And hey, I had more after they put it in there than I did before mm-hmm. they put it yeah, in there. Yeah. And that taught me a lot about Indeed. Money. All right, I think I'm going to have to cut you all off for real this time now. Okay, give us a call, (laughs) send it to Facebook, let us know what you would like us to discuss or investigate or think about. Please. Until next week, I'm Howard Rogers. And I'm Richard Morris. And I'm Sandy. Stay tuned because my show is coming up next (laughs) here on Live 95. Coleman's Live 95 is Coleman's Independent Radio.